0: Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to Edgemobsys.com. That's E D G E M O B S S S Y S dot com slash Untold to save 10% off their first purchase.
1: Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition.
0: Welcome back to another awesome episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and Modern Rehab Mastery Online Mentoring. My co-host, Andrew Rothschild, or Spear underscore physio, whatever he's going by these days, is not here today, but I have uh, an awesome guest that I met at uh, one of my first live seminars since the, or my first live seminar actually, since the start of the pandemic. Um, It's John Crowley. How are you doing today, John? I am doing well. Yourself? I'm um, great. And John has a couple interesting stories for us over the next couple episodes. You want to give a quick intro and then tell your story?
1: Yeah. Um, John Crowley, I'm a physical therapist over in central Illinois for the most part. I work for a physician-owned practice right now called McLean County Orthopedics um, in um, in Bloomington. And I've been with them for uh, coming up on six years. And then uh, previously... I kind of cut my teeth in some smaller clinics where I was the only only therapist um, and did a lot of stuff independently and had to learn my way through it um, and had a lot of uh, epic, epic fails. So I think that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Everyone loves to hear about a fail. <laughs> yeah. So uh, go ahead and just get right into it then. Absolutely. Okay. So, I was probably um, in about my fourth year of practice, and I had done a lot of um, manual therapy education, and I really thought, you know, that's that's the cream of the crop. I'm going to be, you know, the best clinician out there, and everything. Um, and they had my company had actually moved me from this rural clinic where I was by myself to one that was in a building with some um, with three. Uh, Neuroscience physicians and as well as a pain clinic. So I was seeing a lot of post operative spine, pre operative spine, neck and back injuries, uh, which at the time I figured was kind of right up my alley. Um, So I'd been there at that clinic for about two years. And at the time, the clinic space is just incredibly small, maybe maximum um, 700 to 1,000 feet with a private treatment room, a little scheduling area. Um, a bathroom with washer dryer and a hydro crack in there. And then this open clinic floor space where there's, there's not much privacy in some of these smaller clinics. Um, So I had a patient um, that was a a post-operative cervical fusion, single level, and he was about maybe three or four weeks out. um, Still had some continued pain and everything. um, And He had come in, uh, and I believe this was kind of a work comp um, injury, and when he had come in, he had overheard uh, me discussing just some off-the-wall stuff with another patient who was actually giving me a recipe for beer can chicken. Um, So uh, just talking about, I guess, using beer with the barbecue sauce or however you make beer can chicken. I've never made it. I have never tried to make it, but he's discussing it with me. Uh, And I'm just entertaining his his conversation while we're finishing up for the day. Um, I didn't think anything of it at the time. Um, Went into the eval room after uh, my new patient had kind of made all of his um, changes or whatever he had to do with paperwork and all that kind of stuff. And we opened our discussion. And I always try to be uh, very professional at the first visit and then gauge everybody and then lighten up and try to find, you know how does this person respond or what do they react to? Um, And this guy seemed a little off. He would not make any eye contact with me. His answers were just very short. His head was kind of down. Um, So I wasn't sure, you know, really what was going on with him. Um, And we went through some things and discussed his care. And um, really, I, you know, I, at the time I couldn't see MRIs or anything like that. Um, But I knew he had had a cervical fusion. So obviously there was a history of a neck injury. Um, And I talked to him about, what kind of care did he do before surgery? Um, And he told me he really didn't do anything. And probably my initial downfall was I probably made uh, just an off-the-cuff comment at that point that, oh, that's interesting. You know, nobody even tried conservative management or anything before this. Um, But but regardless, I, I don't even remember the comment. It was insignificant to me, but I think it was fairly significant to that individual at that day. Um, so we go through the eval, we find a couple things for him to work on, get him a home program. He comes out, schedules, um, maybe, maybe 12 to 14 appointments over the next four to six weeks or so. Um, and then leaves. And while he's scheduling, I actually had a patient in there at the time that was warming up on a bike that had had guillain And she was in there with her husband who was also, um, uh, and uh, an associate i guess we'll say of mine um in this company and we were just kind of discussing her her vitals and um how things were going and things like that so um so i got a phone call from my uh from the work case manager the next day where um this guy was incredibly displeased with the professionalism in my clinic um the day prior and the work case manager manager had actually canceled all of his appointments so I actually called my HR right after that um, and gave him the entire story said this is what happened before this is what happened during the appointment um, this is what happened after they didn't give me a reason they just said he was unhappy um, so I'm not really sure what came of this but I would expect that there would be a complaint um, And believe it or not, four years of practice, I think this is like my first major potential complaint um, of somebody that might be coming in. Uh, So I didn't really know how to handle it, but I wanted to make my HR aware in case something came across their desk that this was coming through. Um, And then I never heard anything else from it. And three weeks had gone by um, and I had come back from lunch, um, opened the clinic back up, walked in, and the HR lady came in. Um, And she was actually tearful. Um, And I think I made a a small joke about before I noticed that she was tearful, small joke about, um, oh, yeah, what are you coming to to can me or something like that? And she started kind of crying a little bit more. And I looked her dead in the eye. And I said, are you letting me go? Um, And she goes, let's, let's go over here and talk for a little bit. Um, And I said, I kind of told her, I said, let's be professional about this and just do what we have to do. Uh, So we went and talked and she kind of told me what was going on. Um, And I did question that no one had approached me with this um, at all. Um, And it was because of this gentleman and that eval that, um, uh, that they were going to, they were terminating me. Well, it turns out that he had actually written two handwritten letters, one to his um, surgeon, which was the head of the neuroscience foundation um, in the, uh, that was the practice in the building that I was in, um, and then one was to the CEO of that that company as well, and the handwritten letters basically said that, you know, when he first entered my clinic, um, we were discussing alcohol. Um, during the eval, I had told him um, if he came and saw me before his surgery, none of this ever would have happened, and Again, you know, never in my career, that just doesn't make any sense to tell someone after the fact of surgery that what they should have done before surgery. Um, and then even when he was scheduling, there was no privacy that, you know, I should be uh, HIPAA violation and all of these kinds of things. Um, but handwritten letters, pretty impactful <laughs> um, letters from what I see, uh, what I heard. I never got the chance to read them or anything like that. Um, And then apparently the surgeon and the CEO had called the owner of my company um, and then sent him a copy of the letters. Um, And then everybody had just agreed that the best movement forward would be to um, get me um, out of the practice because I'm a bad egg or something like that. Um, So they let me go. And uh, I think that was the teaser I gave you last week or two weeks ago. Um, Well, I got a new job at the place I'm at now, started maybe four weeks or so um, after that. Um, And then within the first month, um, I saw a guy walk in the door and it was, it was the gentleman that uh, got me fired. He was coming into this new practice I was at for work conditioning. (laughs) Uh, So now I got a, I didn't actually treat him. And he actually told the therapist that he was with that um, he goes, I saw him at another practice. I hope I didn't get him fired, (laughs) but I don't want to do anything. He didn't even want to get you fired. He he said, I hope I didn't get him fired. (laughs) Um, But he was here for work conditioning. So I was, I kind of kept my distance for about uh, four to six weeks or whatever, the length of time that he was here. Um, But just awfully ironic that he ended up at the place that I, I transitioned to um and that that instance that experience is in my head every time i meet a patient for the first time that you need to watch what you say uh in, incredibly closely um and really try to try to read people well so that's yeah, you know that that um
0: a very very similar thing happened to me actually um i was in residency And um, it was my first job. My first job essentially was direct to residency. I was in a transitional DPT program and a fellowship residency, all in one. There was no real big differentiation way back in 1998. And um, a a work comp patient who had surgery, who was scheduled to have surgery, but you know where I was working, they would the surgeons would always say, "Oh, you have to have two months of PT. It's not going to work." And Uh, you know, you needed surgery yesterday, but your insurance won't pay for your surgery unless you get two months of PT. So they basically already come in, you know, thinking you're an idiot and they're here just to bide the time. Um, this, this particular surgeon is one of what I call the butchers of Western New York. They literally do double digit fusions, um, every day. I think, I don't know if it was every day, every week, something crazy. Um, I had spent many, many years, over 20 years since I worked at this uh facility locally. And uh there was two surgeons in his practice, one who I really trusted, one who was conservative, and the other one who was basically like a butcher, multiple lawsuits. I once saw this guy fuse someone separately, um, from C2 to T4, all separate fusions. Um and this patient's like, so should I go to this surgeon? And I said, look, if you're gonna have surgery, um i'm not saying not to go to that surgeon but i would go to this surgeon she kept on saying so you're saying i shouldn't go to the surgeon and i'm like no no i'm not saying that i'm just saying the surgeon i would go to is in the same practice is this doctor so you know she must ask me like 10 different ways i tried to tiptoe my way around it i mean if it was me now i'd say yeah that guy's a butcher but um but at the time you know i was a new grad um just there for several months And uh, then the the head of the department calls me in the next day, says that this patient went back to the primary, who's good friends with the surgeon, and said that their PT said, don't go to this doctor. And the doctor wanted me fired. And the thing is, I didn't even really work there. I was just doing a residency. And even though I was an employee, it was like all educational, and I wasn't like a full-time employee. So they didn't fire me, but I, I was just kind of like, gosh, this is like the the you know that 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 game where they you play with as kids and you pass along the the message and it just changes (laughs) yeah telephone (laughs) yeah yeah right like what you think you're saying yeah and you you may have said everything right we have no uh, no way of knowing the context and you know this could have happened to anyone who 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 uh, saw this guy we don't know he anything he heard that day might have been offensive you know what i mean yeah for your in in
1: your case yeah well i've i've met i've met plenty of people that don't care and they just want to see the world burn (laughs) with you in it um and but usually you can recognize that because they're confrontational they ask questions they you know like like your story there they want to ask the same thing five different ways around because they're looking for a definitive response from you that they can take back and say to somebody else but Yeah, this guy was just a little, little off-putting, and who
0: knows? (laughs) Right. But uh, you know, you made uh, made lots of lemonade because your new job
1: is great. It is. It's fantastic.
0: All right, John. Um, Anywhere people can find
1: you on social media or anything like that? I'm I'm pretty boring. You know, I have a Facebook page. Um, That's about it. Uh, Nothing, (laughs) nothing really exciting. I need to up my game a little bit, I guess.
0: All right. Well, I look forward to having you on the next episode. Have a good day. All right. Thanks. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors. So one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, So go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q and A's every week check out all my products edge mobility system we have the new edge ISTM toolbox that includes the edge mobility star and the OG edge mobility tool our edge restriction system BFR cuffs that's part of dr. Kyle Coffee's modern strike training BFR certificate